0: Assalamu alaikum. I'm your host, Abdullah.
1: I'm your host, Tariq.
0: And welcome to Bag Alert, where we give a platform to both students and professionals, allowing them to convey their journey and to give insight to those aspiring to gain knowledge in different fields of study and professions.
1: You know, uh, th- this podcast was uh, sponsored um, by the SSA here at the U of A. Uh, today's guest, you know, like you guys might know him. You know, uh, he was a former unanimous um, SSA Prez. Uh he did his <laughs> he did his major and my uh mm-hmm. his, his major here at the U of A, which was um a, um a major in psychology and a minor in economics. And he is also studying at the um coming school of medicine uh at the U of C. Give it up for Mosul. I wish I had music for that, man. I wish I had music for that. Yeah Where's
2: some of uh, that uh it's uh it's an honor to 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 be in this podcast uh i yeah. <laughs> just want to clarify that i was uh not the unanimous president i was co-president <laughs> with fatima Fatim Muhammad, an og um but yeah but yeah, it was good times good times
0: no we're just playing out we just had to put it there you know? we're just trying to get we're just trying to gas <laughs> yeah. you up you know but like um like how's life man how you doing
2: oh a it's been good it's been good uh you know, this whole COVID thing, it's, uh, I think everyone is kind of going, has had like a, a weird, you know, 14 months now, maybe 12 months now, but alhamdulillah, then that's been good.
1: Yeah. That was great. Like it was actually pretty long now that I realized it. We're hitting March. I think March yeah. tomorrow.
2: Yeah. I, I think, uh, I think like last year it was March the second Friday of March was the first lockdown, or the third Friday mm-hmm. of March, something like that was the first lockdown. Yeah, it was something that like that. Yeah. yeah.
0: Right around my birthday, man. It was rough. It was rough. You know, <laughs> I thought that I I'd come back to school. You know, that that, that birthday. You know, that birthday school. That you have to ever just gas you up. You know, I thought it was gonna happen. You know, but I guess it did. It I guess it
1: did. <laughs> wow. Wait, no wait, No way. It was it was right on your birthday.
0: Yeah, right around my birthday, man. It was actually
1: rough. Damn. Wow, wow. Yeah yeah let's get get into some questions huh okay um okay so you know like i have a question with your um uh about your undergrad you know like what what drifted you to take us uh to, to take psych as your major and you know like what do you think it prepared you for ahead or if it had any
2: um that's a good question honestly like i don't think uh going into university i knew that my end goal was to, uh, inshallah, get into medicine. Um, and uh, I know that, you know, usually when people are going down that route, they often think that you have to go into biology, biochemistry, neuroscience, there's something along those fields. Um, but to me, you know, I knew, the mentality I had was like, I knew at some point I would learn all the biochemistry and, you know, neurosciences and all those. At some point, I just, You know, my philosophy throughout undergrad was to go just to take any courses that I was interested in and to just not worry about, you know, four or five, six years down the line, Just you know, study and take courses that I was drawn to that I was interested in, you know, psychology and economics were just two things that I think for some reason I just found really different and really interesting. Um, and yeah, and honestly, even though those were my majors and my minors, I like I took a lot of like weird cro- uh, courses throughout. I took, you know, a bunch. I still took a bunch of science courses. I still took, I uh, took, you know, a bunch of arts courses. I took a bunch of computer science courses. Um, but yeah, I just just out of out of interest, honestly.
0: Like, do you feel like sometimes, like when somebody goes out of like their major and minor? like, in a way, like, it just helps them get, like, a better, like, grasp of that uni life, they meet new people, they have a little more interactions, they get to see the other side, like, where the grass is a little bit greener, or, like, even, like, or just to, just to look back and say, I like it over here, but these classes are interesting as well to get a better scope of everything.
2: Yeah, 100%, man, 100%, now. One thing you learn when you're at university is that there's so many, you know, different and cool and interesting people in university, and, you know, and depending on what department or what program you know you visit or you're in it's got like their own sort of culture and sort of perspective on life and I've learned honestly early on like you know the more of those sort of, the more different people you meet while you're in university the broader your perspective on life becomes and the more you know the more avenues and opportunities that sort of open up in your mind you know about the possibilities of the world right and mm-hmm honestly one of the things that I'm proud about the university is that like my circle of friends that I made throughout university were all from like very different and unique backgrounds you know I barely had I had a couple of friends that wanted to go to medicine with me but most of my friends were either in uh, engineering education business in the arts Um, but yeah
0: so like a quite diverse field you know it kind of diversifies your like your, your point of view, your worldview, you know, like in terms, like in, like in
1: terms of that, you know? Okay. Yeah. Like I wish I'd I took more the- classes start. like that was not in my, uh, like in my field. Cause I would take, I don't remember me be taking some most, like, like one of the most bogus classes ever. Like there was one time where, you know, like, like everyone was like taking calc, you know, like that I knew and I just hopped on mm-hmm. and okay. That was bad because I didn't really meet anybody. I always like, held, like late to class. It's, it was an 8 a.m. Yeah, but yeah, um, that was pretty dangerous, you know.
2: Wait, was that was that <laughs> calc?
1: Yeah, like calc. Uh, I think first year calc. Yeah. Damn. Uh. <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: I, yeah, like I was a goof, you know. I'm pretty sure anyone <laughs> recognized me because I always, always come halfway through the class. Look at in hell. Damn.
2: <laughs> you know, yeah, it's um, obviously you gotta like university man. You really have to, like, tr- I know it's weird and it's, it's easier said than done, but like you have to like befriend, you know. The people around you, because university is the only time I think in life that you are just in a like you're forced to be around so many unique and different people mm-hmm. um, without real responsibilities or real you know uh, yeah I remember like and one of the reasons I loved econ was that like you know once you go into like the 200 levels 300 levels most of the people in, in economics were like international students so you had some people from like South America you had some people from like East Asia you had some people from Africa. And you know, you just like, you just, and they would be like coming to you of A uh, as international students, right? And so it'd just be the most interesting people that you'd meet and you're just like, you know, it's, it's honestly mm-hmm. amazing, man.
0: That's nice, mm-hmm. man. Okay, I just wanna ask another follow-up. So like, did you like always like, like starting, like, I don't know like when people like really have a realization of what they wanna be when they grow up. Like a lot of people, especially in university, they just go to university just to go to university they don't really have that end goal like they don't have that really that, that career goal but then did you always think did you always like want like to be a doctor like you're always like inspired to be a doctor
2: no for sure not <laughs> i wasn't you know i think i honestly was not a studious kid i was i was like mm-hmm. you know i you know in elementary and junior high like most of high school uh i knew like i knew I wanted to go into university because, you know, I was fortunate enough to have older siblings that uh, went to university, um, but I didn't know exactly what I wanted to do. And so because of that, like, uh, yeah, because of that, honestly, like, I, I never really, you know, I never really, I was not really studious. I never really studied hard. I never really, uh, you know, try to, I guess, fix up, but, mm-hmm. um, but honestly, I think it was probably in the middle of like high school where I realized uh, medicine was something that I wanted to do. Um, and, you know, I, I don't think there was like a single event or experience that uh, made me realize that. I think it was just, you know, I've, I've always kind of grown up and I've always was a bit of a curious kid. I've always, I've always been kind of curious about like human nature and, you know, society, how society works in itself. I've always had a like a deep curiosity of just other people and you know and I guess to me medicine it's it seemed like the only career where you are able to where you have the privilege of being trusted by strangers you know in Mm -hmm. today's world where everyone's divided by you know skin color religion ethnicity all that sort of things uh it seems like there's more things that divide us than actually unite us and you know through medicine it seems like you know, we all bleed, we all get sick. We all, you know what I mean? Um, to me, it seemed like oh, physicians and doctors were the only people who may be able to break that barrier of distrust uh, because of the fact that they can heal others and treat others. You know what I mean? And so to me, it was kind of like, mm-hmm. you know what? Uh, I want to know people. I want to I learn about others. I want to, you know what I mean? I want to break those barriers and medicine just seemed like the way to do it.
0: Okay, yeah, Perfect. That's actually a- honest answer. Honest answer. Like, honest that's not a yeah. super honest answer but like okay did you like for as you were as you when you once you made that realize that like general realization like through mid-high school and you're going through high school and then you went through undergrad and you're going through your undergrad did you have like any at any point within your high school career and your undergrad career did you have like any wavering moments where you wanted to like I, I don't want this anymore you know I want to retract you know I want to mm. I want to pull back I don't know I don't know I don't really see the light of the tunnel like did that ever like come like, did that ever, like, happened to you?
2: Um, so, like, when I, when I, like, solidified my decision and said, you know what, medicine was it, I think that was uh, grade 12. Um, and then since then, um, you know, honestly, I, I never had, you know, when it comes to, when it comes to, like, med school, like, somebody once told me, it's like, you know, no matter what, if you really want to go into medicine, you will end up in medicine, you know, got, inshallah, but it may take you four years. It may take you six years. It may take you eight years. You know, some people it takes 10 years. Right. Um, and then to me, it was like, okay, I, no matter what, like I know medicine is what I want to do. So then I realized like, you know what, like if I don't get in after my fourth year and if I don't get in after my sixth year, like, what can I do? You know, what other things am I interested in? You know what I mean? So I just like, To me, like I never wavered because, you know, medicine wasn't the end all be all for me. I had like so many other goals in life that I wanted to achieve and with no higher, like with no order, you know, if medicine is the first thing I accomplish, cool, I still got other goals, but medicine is the last thing I accomplished. I still had other goals that I was working towards. Um, You know, I think that's like, that's sort of the mentality I had throughout my undergrad. Yeah, Yeah. like that's
1: good to have like, you know, like not have that whole like hierarchy thing because like once you flop on the first on the first step well it's, it's 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 like you know you have, like yeah. get to go like, like go back from scratch again you know what i mean
2: exactly and like and like yeah. today's you know for for all those that are interested in medicine like in today's like uh field like it's not enough to you know to just be a doctor like you need to be something else with it with it too like there's so many people nowadays in 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 my class and the years ahead and the people that are coming in that are that have you know, who are engineers but are also doctors, who have their PhDs and are also doctors, come from a business background and are, who are also doctors. You know, you can, you know, you have to be like a versatile individual. You have to have multiple skills that you've built on the journey towards medicine. Because like, you know, it goes back to that idea of you have to broaden up your perspective of the world. And while you're like broadening up your perspective of the world, you also have to like, you know, broaden your the skills that you've developed and the knowledge that you have throughout life um and that will help you you know in your journey towards medicine business or whatever you want to do
0: like how about like the issue with like the youth and like the lack of like like rule models, especially like with the with like the going within like the medicine route like mm. i'm guessing like you didn't really see like number one you're not going to see a lot of black physicians you're not going to really see that mm. as often I compared to other phys- other types of ethnic uh, like other types of like colored physicians, you are not, not gonna really see black physicians like within the field, especially when you look at Somali so like in terms of like uh, like like mentorship like how did you like how did you combat that in a way like in, ter- in terms of your journey
2: um you know honestly this like throughout high school and undergrad there, there's like there's definitely not as many role models Uh, I think there's there's more and more coming up from like the Somali community in Edmonton. I I can't speak anywhere else, but there's more and more. Um, And, uh, you know, I've been fortunate enough, you know, uh, know, I'm the youngest of four. I I have, you know, three older brothers and one older sister and alhamdulillah, like they've been great mentors to me. You know, they've, you know, I've been fortunate enough that they've kind of laid down the path for me and sort of, you know, guided me throughout. but even within, like you know, our community, there was, there was, so, there was a lot of mentors that I, I I stumbled upon throughout my journey. You know, it's you know, uh, like a plus. You know, Farah and Ahmed, mm-hmm. uh, both of you guys know, like real ones that honestly I've known them since I was junior high in high school, and they've really inspired me to you know uh, to maximize my t- my potential when it came to my academics. You know, uh, um, even through it's. Honestly, yeah, it's it's that it's, it's it's very hard to find. But you know, it, if you if you look for them or you appreciate, I guess what I'm if you just appreciate the people that are already around you, you know, sure that person may not be a doctor, but they're a great you know uh, community member. Or they're a great you know uh, uh, you know teacher or whatever. You know, you, you can find role models everywhere if you really look into it. Look for it.
1: Mm-hmm yeah it's true yeah um and you know like about that um like i smell like piggyback I don't, I don't care like i don't know if it's really piggybacking off it but you know like you know like you hear like a lot of you know anecdotes of like small parents you know pushing pushing like their kids towards you know programs like engineering medicine you know pharmacy mm. you know like professional like programs and stuff um mm. and you know like do you like i, I don't know like um some people think you know that th- that like this is a bad thing and yeah. that you know like they just basically choose uh like their kids like program like for them mm. and like you know and, and and pressure them but you know i don't see i don't know like i don't see it like that that's a bad thing unless mm. unless like they threaten you really you know like oh you know <laughs> you know yeah. like if, if it'll become this
2: yeah <laughs> locking um. you out you know <laughs> um you know, it's I, I it's I don't see an issue with wanting your, uh, you know, your like the youth to be educated and the youth to have to, you know, to go into professional programs. And, you know, but and I think that's at the end of the day, that's what, like, a lot of the Somali parents want, um, like, you know, I think just in the Somali culture, we really value education, It's you know, um, especially since like you know all the chaos that happened in you know the 70s and 80s our parents sort of realized you know what uh, you know a lot of you know I've, I've come to realize that one of the major reasons that our parents um, value education so much is because a lot of them when they fled Somalia because of the war uh, they were they fled in their early 20s and their mid-20s and some of them in their late teens and mid-teens and they were robbed of that opportunity for education, you know, and when they came out here to the West or, you know, to Europe, whatever, um, they couldn't compete with the other immigrants that were coming in because a lot of those immigrants, they already, you know, some of them had were fortunate enough to have been educated where they came from and they were, you know, even though it was difficult, they were still able to sort of navigate into this new sort of world, but a lot of our parents weren't able to. And so because of that, I think they, over, like, they really, really value education, and they really want us to be, to get that opportunity, um, and I'm cool with that, but I think, I, I'm not sure if I'm cool with, you know, force limiting the options of your children to, like, you know, either engineering or, um, you know, I remember my mom wanted all of us to become engineers, <laughs> like, she had, like, she didn't even bring up medicine to me, she was like, all of you guys become engineers, but it's like, you know, there could be, I don't think I would have been a great engineer, you know, I really did not like, you know, physics, I didn't like numbers, and you know, if i went into engineering i don't think i would have fared off that well and so you know maybe just it's cool to push your kids towards education but at at least giving them the freedom to choose what they want to learn and what they want to, you know spend their life doing is probably the better option yeah yeah like
1: yeah, I, I know, you know that man. yeah i see that too um but yeah it's, it's like you know um because yeah because i've been like seeing this trend you know oh guys you know like university is pointless you know in this in this new world you know (laughs) like university but it's more
0: of like like it's a balance you know between hmm. like for example if someone's passion does not require schooling but they're able to get a good career out of it at the same time they're able to do something that they like and they love Hmm. why not why not let them pursue that you know but I I know education hundred percent is very important. It's like, but a lot of people like they shouldn't really like have like a, a backup plan is always good. But things if they're really good at something and they know their skill at it, skilled at it, and they know they can succeed, they shouldn't even look at the backup plan. They should just say, mm-hmm. "I'm good at this. Let me let me go with it." You know.
2: But Let's keep moving know, forward, I, huh? I I I kind of agree with that to to an extent where it's like
0: mm-hmm.
2: you know formal education isn't necessary you know you don't Mm -hmm. necessarily need a degree or a master's or phd but Mm -hmm. uh, you know and anything that you want to do in life you're gonna have to like sit down and study the fundamentals right if you want to be you know you know for instance if you want to be a ball player you know you're gonna have to sit down and study game tape learn Mm -hmm. the rules you know or or study just the game in general everyday practice practice and that to me is still in a way studying Mm -hmm. um same with music same with whatever you want to do there's always a studying involved um but you're right like i don't know i don't think necessarily like, like a degree in today's world is as big of a deal as it used to be like 10 20 years ago yeah mm-hmm. it's
0: still it's still important but the thing is like it just depends
1: on what the person is pursuing right mm-hmm. it just depends. exactly
2: exactly yeah.
1: but by the same time i think it's getting you know i guess like less beneficial and, like in a sense that you know like with like rising like tuition costs yeah you know? like mm-hmm. i've heard crazy. like horror stories you know mm-hmm. of people trying to pay off like the tuition and five years you know like down the line with the interest you know like all they did was like you know scratch like the surface
2: and it's, well, like, and it's also like
0: it's, it's it's a lot of like even like for example like i even blame like guys like myself as well like because it should be guys like us that are going out to the high schools to the junior highs and equipping like the youth with like mm-hmm. actual ideas beforehand before they come into university before they go into debt before they go into like mm-hmm. a program they don't even like before they switch out and they have to pay twenty thousand dollars thirty thousand dollars like we like there should be programs installed for like even mm-hmm. as young as like maybe grade nine grade ten that we're actually, people are coming in and telling these kids okay we this this is a type of this type of schooling this type of class you're going to take if you're interested in this maybe this route and they have a little mm-hmm. more like a they, they increase, like, they increase, like, the the counseling as well, you know? Like, maybe, yeah. like, because the thing is overall, like, the school funding does not really provide counselors to the point mm-hmm. where they actually want to actually go above and beyond on their job, you know? Mm-hmm. So, like, I feel like that's where it's really lacking in terms, of, like, public school and stuff like that.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, I honestly agree with that. And, you know, that's where I think when the whole, you know, having more role models within, like, the Somali community from like more diverse, you know, who, who are coming from more diverse occupations because you know, it's very most of the you know, I feel like, in at least in my opinion, a lot of the occupations that the smallies go into within our community is you know, uh, engineering, education, you know, nursing, medicine, a political so it's, it's very, it's, it's not as diverse as a lot of the communities, and so the kids who are like younger than us, they only really see those like four, five, six options. Mm-hmm. Um, but in reality, just like, you know, a hundred different things you can do yeah. to make money and prosper, so.
0: Mm-hmm. That's true. Okay, I saw another question. So, for example, like, so I want to, like, ask you because you've been through it all, like,
2: mm-hmm.
0: so, for example, like, if you were to tell a high school kid, the difference, because the thing is, like, like, some people, like, when they go through high school, they may, maybe they might just breeze through it, you know? They'll breeze through it. They won't study as hard as they're supposed to, and they transition mm-hmm. to uni. And mm-hmm. that's when it becomes a, a problem for a lot of people. And I've seen it mm-hmm. a lot of times. Like they go into it goes straight from like a high school, straight A's, and they come to uni, it's a mm-hmm. different story, you know, it's a different ball game. Like, how would you explain like in terms of like, the worth ethic that your transit for you, your transition from high school to university and then to medicine? Like, how would you say like it changed throughout like the years? Um
2: you know, it you know, it definitely change and it says think is like with 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 university it's there's a whole lot more distractions than high school you know um because nice. you were, exact, you're exact it's just so free like it's the first time <laughs> i remember like in high school it would be like i would be done school at 3 30 you know and and if, and if i had like you know if i was playing ball like or ball practice i'd be done at 5 30 i have to be home right away you know that, that was it like maybe i'm most 30 minutes after chill i go home But once you're in university, you're literally like, you could be there for like 18 hours a day doing nothing. You don't need to go to class. You don't, you could just be, you know, (laughs) second floor camera loafing, you know. That's true. Um, So I think it's, there's, there's that, like, that thing that makes the university so much harder is like, now you're free. Mm -hmm. Um, But at the same time, it's, it's also that idea of like, oh, like, there's, you know, teachers won't call home. No one cares if you fail or pass in university. In high school, some teachers will care. Um, So it's kind of like you you are, you know, you you can be either as successful as you want to be or you could just, you know, fail and no one would actually care. Um, And so for me, it was kind of, I realized that like towards the end of my first year where it was kind of like, damn, like if, you know, I could literally, you know, keep, you know, keep bombing these courses and and keep screwing up and no one's going to care. And at the end of the day, I'm going to be the one who has to like fix this up. And you know what I mean? So, you know, in the end, like what I learned was that you have to sort of discipline yourself and take yourself away from distractions and forces you know something that you never had to do in high school but in university you kind of have to do where it's kind of like you separated yourself from all the crowds and all the noise and all that sort of stuff and you have to sort of just be comfortable with being on your own and working on your own and
1: self-discipline
2: exactly mm-hmm. that's basically it mm-hmm.
0: yeah. Actually, yeah.
1: high school was like more like a prison you know you know like like you're basically locked up you go to class you know there's like teachers walking around the hallways you know like Mm -hmm. asking for like your id exactly you know it was like okay some like it was like 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 it was some yeah 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 like it was was a prison Mm
0: -hmm. but it was a good
1: prison though i guess (laughs)
0: safe i guess but okay marcel like how could how would you say because yeah you told like the high school to undergrad how would you say from the undergrad to medicine? Like, would you, I guess there like a really like big gap between the two or is like,
2: yeah, (laughs) 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 it's, it's, it's a, it's, it's, there's a big difference. There's a, there's a huge gap. Uh,
1: You
2: know, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say um, it's kind of like where you kind of go back to high school in in, in medicine where it's Mm -hmm. like people like, people are always watching you and like mm-hmm. because it, it's it the thing about medicine that's different than undergrad i think is that it no studying no longer becomes optional you know it becomes mandatory because like mm-hmm. med school kind of the, the culture of med school and residency and those you they start cheating like a job and so like you sort of have to literally put in that those hours every single day because it's expected and it's mandatory and if you fail like you know it's you know what I mean? So it's, I think that was a huge jump from, you know, undergrad to med school. Cause from high school, you went from no, like, you know really, really had no freedom to university where you had freedom to do whatever you want. Now in med school, even though you think you have freedom but in reality, you don't. Cause you have a lot, all these sort of obligations and responsibilities to um, school.
1: Like, would you I say like, it's a good thing that they you know, they have like less freedom? um with like with like work-wise or is it like damn
2: it's so it's, less, <laughs> so it's less <laughs> it's less it's it's less freedom in a sense where it's um so it's kind of like you in terms of your time you know what I mean like throughout the week they expect you to do to put in certain amount of hours doing something whether it be in like small groups whether it be in clinics whether it be in like you know workshops procedural skills all those sort of stuff I think I personally think, you know, most of the time they're good because they, you know, they prepare you to what life is going to be like afterwards, you know, um, and they force you to sort of develop a, uh, not a work ethic, because I think everyone at this point has the work ethic, but they they, they, they train you uh, and prepare you to become more of a professional, uh, a professional, I guess, you know, yeah, oh. coming every day to work, put in your hours, do what's expected of you, do it well, you know, rinse and repeat.
0: Yeah. Okay. So like, I was, okay. For example, like you see how you, you're from Alberta, you took your undergrad in Alberta, Alhamdulillah, you know, you got to stay, you got to be going from school, going from home. So how was that transition to going to actual school in Calgary, away from family, away from friends? and you're actually on your own, and you actually have to do all the, like, the type of things that you have to do on your own, like, cook, clean, you know, all that stuff? (laughs) It's
2: hard. It's it's hard, Uh, you know. I like, probably a lot of Somali girls are listening to this, and, like, yo, these these Somali men don't know how to do anything. We're lazy. We're mama boys. Uh, Low-key true, low-key true. Mm -hmm. Um, It was hard, honestly, when I first, when I, because when I left, I was I think I was turning 22, so I was 21 still. Um, and then, like, yeah, yeah just like you said, like, you know, you. I think the hardest part was that, like, you know, not only uh, – because um, the thing is, like, I don't mind, you know, the cooking, the cleaning. Those are easy things. But, like, you're also sort of, like
0: – time management between school, yeah.
2: Exactly. Because, like, I, you realize once you're out on your own and, like, you finally become, like, an adult, I guess, like, living on your own that you have to do a bunch of things like random things throughout the day to as an adult you know whether it be like oh uh i gotta call my car insurance i gotta do that or i gotta you know what i mean oh i gotta deal with the you know the lease or the apartment grocery shopping shopping. like all those little things that adults have to do and at the same time while you're doing all that you have to be studying and going to school and like taking care of that and so you know, the first couple of months, it was difficult, but after a while, like you get so used to it, that it's like, you know, going back home to your, to your parents, it, it's, it, you feel uncomfortable, you know, like, mm-hmm. damn, like.
0: So um, like, in, like, how would you list like the pros? Like, for example, like pros, you'll say, we are more disciplined now,
1: mm-hmm. but
0: the cons, like it's more, you're gonna have, it's a little forced responsibility in a way.
2: You know, I used to hate that, like when I, like now I don't mind the responsibility you know, mm-hmm. all the stress stuff, uh, the pros is you're right. Like you, 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 you get your freedom, you learn more about yourself. You become an adult, you, you know, you do all the things that you want to do. You get, you get more control of your life. Um, you know, uh, I guess, I guess the cons I'll say for me, uh, specifically was that, and so like go like spending your entire life growing up in like, you know, uh are surrounded by Somalis you know what I mean uh going to you know summers going to Somali community centers you know a plus a bunch of Somalis Somali neighborhood you're always surrounded by your own people and then when you finally leave and you go to a new neighborhood where it's like you there's you know there's literally you know barely any Somalis around you there's kind of a a culture shock you know what I mean and I think that was the hardest part and I'm still getting used to it just kind of being surrounded by People that don't really have the same mentality or approach to things as you do, because mm-hmm. um, one thing you learn quick is like, as so we have a we have a unique mentality towards life. Like we yeah. we don't take a lot of things seriously. <laughs> that's
1: thing. That that's true. Yes, that's facts.
2: You know, we yeah. we don't value a lot of these worldly things. You know what I mean? Like it's we just are very laid yeah. back people and we're chill. We work hard. Mm-hmm. Sorry, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, but
1: you know, like small things you know for some people yeah. like ruin the day you know what i mean they be like yeah. oh my god i got a dent in my car you know and, yeah. and, and you know like they'd be like wow my whole day's yeah. ruined my whole month is ruined and like yeah. smiles will, 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 will look at them and be like lol bro we're in my car <laughs> <Yeah>. you know
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah man, it's, it's but then once yeah but so i think that was just a weird thing is now i'm just like damn like you, you kind of miss being around your people sometimes so i think that's the, i think that's the biggest con for me mm-hmm.
1: okay um and and you know like also for covid too like how does it you know like how's it feel like you know going i guess doing school like uh like during covid like do you is it like more like do it yourself stuff or is it like you know um, or is it like you know it's like i guess physical irl cl- like classrooms you know no no
2: it's is it- all um it's all re- most of it has been remote since um march of last year wow um yeah. So it's like, I remember in the summer, um, it was like, yeah, it was literally just like, you know, six, seven hours of lectures a day. Then you do like a meeting. Then like it was just, it was just literally all in, in uh, over Zoom. And, but then mm-hmm. in uh, towards fall, they slowly, slowly started doing some things in person. And even then, even now, like there's maybe once a week or twice a week, there's in-person things.
1: Oh, okay. Like, I guess it's a good thing because you know, it's because mm-hmm. like for medicine, like it'd be kind of weird like looking at a procedure yeah. online, and be like, yeah, yo, I think I can memorize that, you know? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. So I think like you know like that like like they don't have a choice but to make things like in real life, I guess. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But like, do
0: you feel like like the online, like, the transition to online, especially for the courses that are a little more content heavy, like do you feel like that actually helped you in a way, like it actually helped with your time management and stuff like that?
2: Um. The thing yeah like i thought it would to be honest like i've, I've mm-hmm. always been the sort of person where i've always like you know before covid i would never go to in-person lectures i would always be the person who'd be podcasting because we do like they would always like videotape the lectures and then you could watch it at home so i would just watch the videotaped ones um but but i would but even then like i still would come to school and study with classmates and like you know there's a social component to it too that keeps you sane but when oh, yeah but when that covid thing when covid thing happened and everything became online and you couldn't see anybody and all you had was this bunch of podcasts that you had to watch like you didn't even like it yeah it was like a lot like i personally was going crazy i was like damn like i can't just be watching videos yeah. all day and not be hanging out or like you know what i mean
1: mm-hmm.
2: yeah yeah
1: that, like that'd be pretty scarring i don't lie just like you're on a screen all day and then you know like you like go like you like walk off like like from your desk or outside into the, the physical world and you're like yeah <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> what is this <laughs> exactly man no, it was it was yeah it's crazy okay um you know i want to ask this because you know I, i'm pretty sure like most people have the same experiences in like school mm. um like i've had you know like my fair share of like terrible experiences where i'm all like yo screw this You know, like I'm going to jump all my courses right now. I'm out of here. You know, (laughs) you know, like you know, like did you have like you know like bad experiences that you was all like, yo, I can't wait, like yo, I can't wait until it's all over. Or you know, or like yo, bun this. I'm packing up right now. Man,
2: multiple. Yo, I'm going through one right now. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, it's bro. It's it's I've had multiple one of those, man. I've had multiple one of those. Um. I think it's, it's harder. It was for sure harder in undergrad. Cause it's like, you know, you, you question every decision that you make and, and, mm-hmm. um, and there's like, you know, a lot of stress, I guess, cause they make you think that it's, I don't know. Cause a lot of times, like when people are writing the exams in undergrad, they think like, oh, this is end all be all. If I failed this exam, it's over. Or if I, mm-hmm. you know, if I don't get this grade, it's 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 going to be over. But, um, you know, t- towards the end of undergrad, I honestly realized man it's like, you know, it's, it's 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 cliche to say but it's, it really is a marathon it's and, and not a race like mm-hmm. it's better to you know um like if you just take like just because you do you 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 feel overwhelmed and you and you bomb one course or one exam it doesn't mean that your entire semester or entire year or entire four years it's it's over you know um if you just take the long game approach which is like okay you know what you know, I screwed, you know, or I, I, I didn't do so well on, on a couple of courses, but Hey, I did well on, you know, five, six courses and just take the average of those. And, you know, and you just keep getting a little better, a little better, a little better. And they're just and over time, you'll notice. And you look back and look out, you know, sure. I bombed a couple of times through undergrad, but, you know, looking at the entire picture the holistic picture of, of my entire experience, I actually did well. And so, um, but yeah, those moments are going to be very common for all those like in, who are listening to this who are, in, who are in high school and or who are going through this right now in the undergrad. You're going to have like a lot of those moments where you just start doubting everything in life. Like, you know, damn, why did I do this? Oh, damn, I should have fixed up, you know? Yeah. But it's, it's part of the game.
0: Okay. Being that you're in, you went straight from undergrad, straight to medicine, like still like, even though like you're reaching your milestone, like with things at the end of the day, still a lot of burden, a lot of stress, like, how do you like manage stress like what do you do to keep your spirits up like do you like read jog
2: meditate like what's going on bro, it's like it's it's salat like that's really it's salah. it's your deen bro it's 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 like you're right like you know we keep you know there's all these worldly things you know that are that are, are keeping us stressed you know it's oh that that letter grade or oh that degree or that program you know that residency program mm-hmm. that but like once you just kind of take a step back and you know, and you go and you just, you know, and you look at, and you know, just by praying, you know, if you're Muslim, you know, pray, Christian, Jewish or whatever, you know, you realize that all these things are really not that serious, you know, in, in the grand scheme of things, right? Um, and to me, that's whenever I realize like, and I'm super stressed out and I'm like, oh, I got all this, like I got this paper to write, or I got this exam to do, or I got this thing to do. I just take a step back, you know, I'm like, you know what? Like, if I don't do well, like, I don't care if another human thinks negatively of me. My only worry, you know, is Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala, right? So to me, just re- just realizing that it's like, you know what, man, you know, I'll do my best. I'll I'll pray, work hard, and then as soon as I'm done, I'm just gonna continue enjoying my life. And it is that what
1: moving. it
0: is.
2: Why it is what it is.
0: <laughs> you know, just taking life. You know, just taking life as it is. You know, just breathing it in, breathing it out. You know, exactly. Living in the moment. You know, living in the moment. You can't just be always stressing over the future. You know, exactly. But like, yeah. As a closing statement, like what would be like your advice to like students trying to pursue med, like what a like future student, like high school students who are like maybe, tr- like trying to go like the medicine route, or even students that are currently in their undergrad, like what would you say to them, like like like, like keen words of advice, you know?
2: Um, I'd say um, sort of, you know, this I would say like parallel plan, in the sense that like don't have a plan A, plan B, plan C if you don't want to have those sort of plans, but instead of have like a bunch of concurrent plans uh, that will lead you to medicine. And what I mean by that is like, you know, um, like I was saying earlier, it's like nowadays, you don't see someone who's just, you know, a, a, a physician, you know, they usually have some unique experience and skills that they've developed along the way. So if you want, if you're thinking of going into medicine and you know, and you're like, you know what, I want to be a, 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 you know, a cardiothoracic surgeon or something like that. So, and you're in your, like your first year of university or, you know, second year, then maybe you should, you know, consider, you know, okay, what would make me a better cardiothoracic surgeon outside of getting into medicine? You know what I mean? And so you're like, okay, you know what? Maybe I should get a master's in, 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 uh, in you know, biochemistry or, and, and then a PhD in cardiology or a PhD in surgery, or maybe I should go into, uh, you know, biomedical engineering and look into those things. Or maybe I should go into computer sciences or pharmacology. You know what I mean? Just like, essentially just like develop, just um, expose yourself to as many uh, experiences and, and, and knowledge just, and, and develop as much knowledge of different facets of medicine. Um, so, so that like when you get to the point that you are in med school, that you have a wide tool of skill sets that you can sort of apply and distinguish yourself from all of your colleagues at that point. Um, and then, yeah, and just, like in the meantime, just like don't limit yourself to saying, oh, I'm just going to go into medicine and that's it, you know, but just kind of having a mentality of, like, you know, yeah, sure, inshallah, I'm going to get into medicine, but what am I interested in right now and what can I do in the meantime to better prepare me for that situation? Once I'm mm-hmm.
0: Appreciate it, Mercil. Well, I appreciate you coming in, man. Jazakallah al And everyone yeah.
1: listening, everyone listening out there, we'll see you guys next week. Thanks for listening, everybody. Make sure to check us out on podcast streaming services like Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Spotify.